Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, your friend at homeschool.com and homeschool mom of six. Join us as we keep it real and chat about the ups and downs of this amazing adventure we call the homeschool life. So grab a cup of your warm favorite and a comfy chair and let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. This week's episode is all about life skills. (laughs) All right, and we are on episode 13 this week. And just for fun, before we get started, I have just a little bit of trivia for you. The National Household Education Survey Program mouthful, says that there are approximately 1,689,726 homeschooled children in the U.S. Approximately. (laughs) Well, do you think this is accurate? That's my question for today. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about that at the end of the show. But for right now, have you ever heard of life skills? You know what those are? Yes, of course we have. It's, It's all of those fundamental skills that every person needs to participate fully in everyday life. Well, we just did a podcast episode on character training, which to me is a little bit different than your general life skills, because there are some just really practical things that we would consider a life skill versus the more character traits, the kindness, gentleness type things that we would teach in character training. So there are two different things, though I believe both are very vitally important to giving our children a good solid foundation for their future. All right, so it's really important that we teach our children practical life skills, skills to teach them how to survive in society and how to thrive, really, how to be successful. And these practical life skills really can be divided into six categories. Um, and then within each category, there are usually quite a few skills. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about two of the categories. We'll come back and pick this up at another time, kind of like a little series on uh, life skills. But today we're going to talk about two specific categories. Um, the first category we're going to talk about our communication skills. And so that's just something we know. It's fundamentally important for us to teach our children how to communicate well with one another, with us, with their peers, with other people of other ages. And this is a wonderful thing I I know homeschooling does for our children instead of being in a room full of children all the same age and only their peers Homeschooling gives children that opportunity to interact with people of all ages, older people, younger people, so, and, and of course, and their peers. So anyway, I digress. <laughs> Back to communication skills. So let's go through, I have a little list here. We're just going to kind of call them out and just chat about them. Um, but it's important for communication. Communication is not just how we speak to one another or how we listen to each other. It's, it's the written word as well. Um, so verbally and the written word. And so what are some things that we should teach our children? One of them, of course, this overlaps on character training is to be truthful. But when we speak to one another, when we communicate to one another, be truthful because our word 
should mean something. What we say should be trustworthy. It should mean something. The other person that we're communicating with should be able to count on that. All right, speak kindly. Don't be hurtful. So when we speak to one another, it's important to remember to season our speech with grace, to use kindness when we speak. And, you know, the old proverbial saying, you get a whole lot more done with honey. (laughs) You catch a whole lot more flies with honey. Um, So kindness, sweetness. Say please and thank you or no thank you. Manners are very important. They go a very long way in good communication skills. Also, what we need to teach our children to have eye contact when they're communicating. And I know that's something even when my children were very young, if there was something important I needed to tell them, I asked them to look me in the eyes. It was like I could see that what I was telling them was reaching down into those little souls and they were really getting it when I could look into their eyes. And of course, basically just boiled down to the fact that they weren't being distracted by something else. Another thing, um, when in doubt, and you're communicating with somebody, when in doubt, ask questions. Don't go away confused or wondering what the person was saying. If you're communicating with somebody and you're not sure, ask questions. There's nothing wrong with questions, right? Remember that even though you're communicating some with someone and your words are important in that process, your actions are just as important. So if you're, you're trying to communicate to someone, if you're showing action or behavior that looks angry, they're going to get the message that you're angry. So our, the way our body moves, the way we act is very important in our communication skills make sure basically that what you're saying aligns with your body language. All right, be able to organize and write your thoughts down on paper. So that's something that kind of aligns in the academic side of what we do as homeschool families. So teaching our children to be good communicators on paper as well. And you know, there's something very practical that we can do there and that's journaling. And that's a fun way to increase our skills in this area without, you know, a heavy formal emphasis or grades and all that good stuff. So journaling is a great way to get them used to writing their thoughts on paper. All right, realize also that what you write down on paper may be read by many people. So this is something that as our children get older, we should emphasize the importance of this idea in social media in emails, in electronic messaging and communication that, you know, once that's written down and you hit send, there is no getting that back. So make sure that you've checked and rechecked what you say in any electronic message in social media. It's very important because you could really hurt someone in a blink of an eye or you could say something that you didn't mean. So double check make sure that what you're writing is what you really mean. Also be careful about your communication skills that they never ever bully anyone. Do not, do not take, take your communication to that place. It's very important. That's a skill that, that we should be emphasizing and teaching our children because nobody likes a bully. A bully 
it's just it's not nice it's something that we should encourage them and help them understand how it's it's an area of communication that has gone bad (laughs) so emphasize that encourage them in the right way there all right so communication skills but second aspect that we're going to chat about today it's similar important skill set and that's the formation and maintenance of relationships with one another you know the ability to make friends the ability to walk into a room of strangers and be able to pick up conversation with them and uh, you know, build a new friendship. And, you know, to some people that comes way more difficult than others. I have to admit, I'm kind of in the middle spectrum there. It just depends on the crowd. There are some situations where I feel so awkward and I'm just like, I can't even speak. Yeah. So then other situations, I feel a little bit more comfortable and more in my element, I guess you could say. And I can do that. Um, my husband is very introverted. He has a difficult time really building many relationships and friendships. So this is an area that he struggles in and obviously my children also do. So this is a skill set that we've had to work on in our own home and how to develop friendships and how to meet new people and to be at ease with that. So the first thing that we can teach our children is to treat others how we would like to be treated ourselves. You know, it's kind of that golden rule that we used to talk about. Um, But if if you're trying to make new friends, just treat them like you'd want to be treated. It's really an easy rule of thumb, easy thing to remember. Also, don't confuse kindness for weakness. Recognize and value kindness in people. It's not that they're being weak. It's not that they're being silly. Some, there are just some people out there that are truly kind and that's a good thing appreciate that when and instilling in our children a a attitude of gratefulness toward people who are like that also that idea of reliability so if you're building a friendship a relationship with someone and you're very unreliable that degrade that degrades trust that relationship has nothing really firm to be founded upon So be reliable. That's very important. There's also no such thing as being too polite, too kind, or too reliable. So all three of those things. Politeness. Perfect for building a friendship. You know, who wants to be friends with somebody who's rude? (laughs) Really drives friends away, right? So teach our children to be polite. Teach them to be kind. Teach them to be reliable. All right, a few other things real quick. Value other people's time. Oh, this is a big one. So I I remember being in college and having a few professors that just would not teach and they would just chit chat. Oh, about their day or about their weekend. No, you're they're wasting my time. It would make me so mad. So in light of that, that professor was not valuing his students' time or the fact that they had paid money for his class. So value other people's time. Don't waste people's time. Um, being punctual is part of that as well. Being considerate that you're not just going on and on and on and on and on about, you know, your lost dog or, you know, I mean, it's something that may be important, but you know, 
value other people's time and the fact that they may need to be going somewhere or that they may need to be getting their homework done or teach our children to respect that. All right, also teach your children that friends can come and go, but your family is with you forever. And so this is something that I feel like homeschool really has done for our family in particular. I can remember when I was a teenager, um, my peers, I went to school and my peers were way more important to me than my family. And I really hate that I felt that way as a teenager. But flip that around in our homeschooling family, I see a different attitude in my children, in my teenagers. I see that they do value their family and their home more. And I think that's just a part and parcel of the fact that they are with their family and their home more. But anyway, something to think about. Also, empathy. Empathy is another skill. I don't know if you would really say skill. I think this kind of borders even over onto our character training side as well. So it kind of overlaps, has a foot in both camps, but empathy is very important. So if you're building a relationship with somebody else and they have a situation that is really troubling them, listen to them, be a good listener um, and empathize with them, enter into their difficult situation and understand what they're going through and do what you can to support them. So that's a definite life skill. It's very important. Also, this idea, the idea that it's better to love and be hurt than never to love at all. And that comes from a quote from Tennyson. Uh, Some people often think it's Shakespeare, but it's Tennyson. It's, tis better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. So that idea to go ahead and put yourself out there, love someone. And you know what? It happens. People do hurt other people intentionally, unintentionally. It happens, but it's so much better to love someone and been hurt than to just not love anybody at all. So that's that idea of go ahead, take risks, put yourself out there. All right. Love people for their faults as well as their strengths. So this is a two-sided thing here. So you're gonna love someone, you think that person is great, you've become a really good friend, you've built a relationship, but you know what? Everybody has strengths and everybody has weaknesses. And that's part of what we should do as person to person is to understand, yep, with all those good, great qualities come some not so nice qualities, but I'm gonna love them anyway. All right, another thing, treat other people's property with respect. That's very important. That goes for siblings as well as friends. So kind of an underlying little rule we have in our home is, you know, if you want to borrow something from one of your siblings, you need to ask politely. And most of the time that sibling will accommodate (laughs) their brother or sister. But that idea of treating people's property with respect. What if you borrowed something and didn't ask and you broke it? Mm. So, all right. Um, As important as your words are, actions are more important. We mentioned this before. So this kind of rolls over into the building relationships skill set. So remember your actions do speak louder than your words. So put actions behind that um, being polite, being kind and being reliable. Always be kind to those who love you. I know sometimes it's difficult. We, it's, it's true. We all know that we're usually 
show our ugly self to those that we love the most. Sadly, that most often happens to be our family, but remember, they've loved us. They put up with us. So try to be kind. Try not to show yourself. So this is something that you can teach your children. Yes, you might be having a bad day, but never hurts to be kind. Be kind through the tough, through the rough day. All right, your instincts. Sometimes we've got to trust our instincts. So if we're trying to build a relationship and we kind of get this impression that something just isn't right, listen to your instincts. You might just want to back away. Um, so, So many times my instincts have proven correct about certain things. So teach your children that if they have that awkward feeling, that's an instinct and that they need to listen to it and back away or come and tell you Uh, your mom and daddy and and you guys can talk about it but it's important to teach them that that they have instincts for a reason all right another good skill set teach our children that they don't always have to be right this is so important in life I mean sometimes you know we've met people they always have to have the last word they always have to have the final say in something they always have the comeback but sometimes you just don't have to say anything just leave it. It's okay. It's okay to be wrong. And sometimes, here's another point, separate point, but kind of similar. Compromise is important. Compromise makes the world go round, right? (laughs) Husband and wife, our parenting situations, there are different times where we have to compromise on things that we really would like to see happen. But it's just not going to meet that standard. So mm, let's compromise. Let's find a happy balance in the middle. And teaching our children that compromise is important really sets them up for success in building relationships. All right. And finally, teach your children that it really is more fun to give than to receive. And that joy of blessing people with gifts Oh my goodness, that's one of the things that I really enjoy personally. And I want to teach my children that it's so, so fun to give somebody something. You don't always have to get something. And so we build on them that aspect of uh, being grateful for someone else and giving them gifts or giving them tokens of appreciation instead of on the aspect of greed and wanting to receive all the time. All right. So those are the two categories that we're talking about today, communication skills and building relationships. Some basic life skills to start teaching our children at any age. All right, so back to the trivia question that I asked in the beginning. And in my humble opinion, the National Household Education Survey is way off. And here's why. There's three reasons that I have. The first one is that in these statistical reports like this, they don't always include students who've had to homeschool temporarily because of sickness or illness. They also don't include students who are homeschooling through the public school online homeschooling program like K-12 and like the virtual schools like Florida virtual school. They don't count those as homeschoolers. And then finally, they also don't count students who have chosen to homeschool yet are enrolled in umbrella school programs. So that would even be my family. We homeschool, we've homeschooled for 15 years in the purest sense of homeschooling, but we are enrolled in an umbrella school program who just basically keeps our transcripts for us. 
Um, so pff, that's homeschooling, but we're not counted as homeschoolers. So it's interesting. With those three aspects, I'm pretty confident that homeschoolers in the US have to tally at least 2 million, if not more. So what do you think? What are your thoughts about that? All right. So thank you for joining us this week on the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. I've enjoyed my time with you. I hope that you find this little chat about life skills informative and something that you can apply to your homeschool today. And as always, with grace and joy, Jamie. Thank you.